L-I-V-E folks here at the Weirman Media Studios in Duluth. So at the end of the day, I got done doing an episode, an episode, an episode with Mr. John Sarzoza. Sarzoza? I said it wrong, I think. But John S., uh, he had a great story. He overcame cancer, and I was great and lovely connecting with him. And I look forward to doing that with many more people in the near future and a lot more regularly. But right now, I'm going to lean into that. I just had this massive perspective on time, space, and energy, and intimacy, and my experience in life. And my mom especially. My mom, Lisa Marie King, is incredibly, incredibly she was so incredible with her time, space, and energy and how she would share it with anyone or any person. And I've learned a lot from that traveling the world and being in Hawaii. I feel like I share more time, space, and energy with strangers than my own family. And that's probably just because I come from a family that's not necessarily traditional. I come from a single family home. I come from a broken marriage. I come from a divorce and I come from a home that had lots of dysfunction. And our family is incredibly dysfunctional, which actually at the end of the day is actually more common than we realize. It's not that it's not the outlier. It's the common place for people to have parents that are divorced and a dysfunctional home. But the number one thing that made my mom so legend, shout out to Daniel Kidd, Mr. The Modern Day Gypsy, the word on the street. What up, Mr. Kidd? He said in one of the episodes we did together, he said, there's nothing more legendary than showing up. And that is the facts. There's nothing more legendary than showing up. My mom's legend was for in, she instilled, it felt like so powerful inside me when I lost her because she shared her time, space and energy with me. She had a legend with me. She always showed up for me as her son. And that, that is love. That is intimacy. If you think about coherence and connection and entanglement, it is very hard to have intimacy with someone and not share proximity physically with them. That's a big part of the reason why I'm a huge fan of podcasting because it reduces proximity, which helps reduce the empathy deficit, which helps reduce the disconnect in communication, which helps us connect, empathize, and entangle and have coherence and connection and communication and cooperation and collaboration, all these things. So that's why I was thinking about that because I just got the phone with my dad. My dad is like me in many ways, and I'm like him in many ways. Is he likes he's an alone he's a, he's a lone wolf. He's a loner, and in many ways, I'm very much like that. But I have this little twist in me that I love people. And after reading the Art of Happiness by, by the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama talked about this in his book. I read it when I was in Hawaii. The speed summary on it, and it talks about being able to open up and talk about your most deepest flaws and insecurities and your and your vulnerabilities and your mistakes in your life when you first meet someone. And when you do that, that's being transparent and vulnerable in your naked singularity self. And you're accepting yourself and you're loving yourself and you're being empathetic to it, but you're connecting to someone and you're showing vulnerability, transparency, and authenticity. And when you show, thanks for being with us, audience. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I know your time is valuable. So when you're being authentic and vulnerable like that with someone, when you just meet them in the snap of a finger, you're showing that transparency and authenticity where they are going to more likely to trust you and connect you in that moment. And I've done that all over the world where that's why in my podcast, especially I talk about my brain surgery, my mom dying, being homeless, becoming a convict and and a felon and sculpting statues and having a moving company collapse and having an addiction to heroin and homelessness, all these things. I talk about them because that is where people are going to be able to empathize and relate and connect and then 
via that empathy and that connection, it's going to be a humanistic connection. It's going to be empathetic, humanistic connection. And that's what I talk about with We Are In Media, about using the written word, photo, and video to elevate the level at which we operate, cooperate, communicate, and create. Hoping that by sharing powerful, authentic, fictional stories, because all of us, we're, our interpretation of the world is fictional. It's not real. We believe it. That's what makes it real. But it's not necessarily real. It's just our perspective. Shout out to Gary V and Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk at VaynerMedia for helping me find that perspective. That's an incredibly powerful perspective that I've derived because I used to think at a younger age I was right and I was trying to convince people. But now I'm living in conviction and I'm not trying to convince. And I know that it's just my perspective, but it, I spend so much time doing research and so forth that I feel conviction and no need to convince. And at the end of the day, my whole thesis on love limbo theory and intimate and exotic atomic matter, it connects to this time, space, and energy and sharing it with others. And at the end of the day, if you're not sharing time, space, and energy, it becomes very difficult for you to have some kind of intimate and exotic atomic connection because intimate and exotic matter has to have a collision with other intimate and exotic matter for it to be stronger or to level up. They then it doubles in force. If you look at the galaxies that are coming on the collision course, the Milky Way and the Andromeda galaxy, they are two of the most exotic, intimate forms of matter in existence. And they're on a collision course. And when they do that, they're going to collide and they're going to make one of the strongest galaxies that's ever existed. So once you understand that, intimate and exotic atomic matter doubles in force when it finds its super partner. And this is somewhat similar to like having a perfect partner and having a perfect entanglement and a perfect balance where you have meta stability, meta entanglement, meta superposition, all those whatever fancy flashy words you want to use. That is what intimate and exotic atomic matter represents. And if I if I stop and I accept a partner before I'm intimate and exotic and atomic and I'm fully matured and saturated, I'm not going to be able to find that partner that doubles my force because I, I didn't stay disciplined to maturing and saturating as an individual and a matter in a self before I went and got married to someone or I teamed up with someone or I partnered with someone or I minimal coupled with someone, but rather leaning into being disciplined and selfless and courageous and committed to waiting until I'm more mature and saturated as far as wants, needs and desires and self and experiences and saying yes to more experiences and growing more from those experiences. And then through that, finding happiness and love in myself that I can love myself and then I can upgrade my standards and, and commitment and courage and focus to my ideal partner and my super partner. And that's really important because a lot of us, we, we marry and we partner up at a very young age and it, it doesn't necessarily end up being our super partner. We're not too intimate and exotic atomic forces or energy or matter that have matured and saturated fully as far as our wants, needs and desires and experiences in life. And it's really important for us to do that because if we stay disciplined to that and we understand that, that is where we double in force and we're going to all become a lot stronger in our communities and our networks of people and our universe will be a lot stronger because we're all in essence in pursuit of our full potential, uniform opportunity. And we need to create as much uniform opportunity for people so they can fulfill their full potential and become their fully matured and saturated self, where then it becomes about repulsing egoistic forces and linear limits to then live in a repulsive, radical manner, deviating from the mean, trying to bring others that same intimate and exotic atomic feeling or fulfillment. And that's a really important conversation and dialogue to move forward at scale. That is why I do a podcast. That is why I do this live broadcasting on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. 
and Twitter. It's because it's scale. That is where all the attention is present online in 2021. People are giving their time, energy, and focus to those channels. Those are the cultural relevant channels to communicate on, connect, and develop storytelling and communication with your audience. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to focus on principled conversations around my thesis is my thesis about the love limbo theory about being born. You're propelled from the space of entanglement and love and quantum superposition and quantum entanglement within the womb, which the womb represents. And then you're sitting in this space and you're living in this egoistic linear society and you're lost looking for that love and that entanglement and ringularity you had in the womb. And a lot of us were in the love limbo space where we throw the word love around, but we don't really know what love is. We don't know what it is to love someone more than ourselves. We don't know what it is to like die for someone. We would take a, we would take our own life before we they had their life taken. So that is a really important conversation, intimate and exotic atomic matter, the love limbo theory and the thesis behind that is if we can stay disciplined and courageous and committed to becoming our full intimate and exotic atomic self, our highest intellectual self, our highest being, and we then are intimate and exotic atomic matter, we then can wait and be disciplined and courageous to have our super partner because we're going to upgrade our standards because we have that love intrinsically and we have that love for me and I, and now we're not going to settle for something less. And then that will bring all of us up as a species because then we're going to have super partners with super partners that double their force and double in strength. And that's really important, relevant conversation. And that is essentially the love limbo theory, but there's a lot of other quantum physics and characteristics that go into it, but it's understanding that intimate and exotic atomic matter needs to share proximity, time, space, and energy to have that intimate and exotic atomic entanglement, connection, coherence, communication, and connection at the end of the day. Because if, you, if you're disconnected physically, and now all you possibly can share is time, that makes it hard because you're not sharing energy or space physically. And the space and energy are hard to lose out on and still have an intimate and exotic relationship. So shout out to Lisa Marie King, my, my king of all queens, Lisa Marie. That's what I always say. She was my king of all queens, hands down. She shared time, space, and energy with strangers, with homeless men. She most of all gave all of her time and energy to her kids. And that was an incredibly powerful force that she was blessed, blessed me with and knowing what it feels to be loved and knowing what it feels to lose that love. And I was really blessed to have a mother that gave me that. So RIP to Lisa Marie King. I know you're up in the clouds looking down, smiling, looking down on your boys, looking happy as can be seeing us do our thing sculpting statues traveling the world making movies and just grinding grinding our dreams and passions out so thanks mom for all you've done for me and continue to do but also thanks for my community for continuing to watch share subscribe and download it means a lot a lot a lot a lot thank you thank you thank you